0: Hello and welcome to Telling Stories. My name's James Tripenny. And today we go back to the Miracle Violence Connection and we work our way through this long and tortuous story. We have talked about how dominant they have been in Japan. We have talked about their all JPW run. And now we're kind of getting to the end of this segment of the Miracle Violence Connection's career. So this is our final section that will cover all Japan Pro Wrestling. We'll be back next week as they move on to pastures New. But for now. Back to the Miracle Violence connection. In the end, it was a close-run thing, but by one point, the Miracle Violence connection beat a strong field to claim the World Tag Team Championship and the Strongest Tag Determination League. They were back on track for a dominant year to help establish Doc as a credible singles force. 1991 offered up new challenges and some old ones, but it'd be a strong reign just as before. Hansen, the finalists Hansen and Spivey, didn't have to wait long to avenge their tag league defeat. In April, they were lined up for a shot at the championships. Hanson had been to the top of the mountain in AJPW, and he'd been an established tag team wrestler with Bruiser Brody before, as well as Ted DiBiase. But Dan Spivey had a solid, if unspectacular, run in the Skyscrapers and in the WWF. He was still more or less on song, though troublesome knees, the problems of a lot of big men, may have held him back from single stardom. With Hanson, he was taking over from Tenru. Not the same deal, but Hanson was undoubtedly the star, undoubtedly but Hanson was undoubtedly the star of the pair. Williams and Gordy rushed to ring as usual, stopping this time to punch a couple of fans in the mouth who got too close to them. All four of the wrestlers were hugely over with Hansen having a slight edge in screams and streamers. Hansen was incredibly stiff as ever, busting Gordy's nose open on the 10 minute mark as blood trickled down Terry's chin. Hanson was bleeding too from his forehead. There was indeed a slobber knocker. This championship went for, af- the champions went after blood Using all the strikes they could on Hansen's cranium, try as they may. And if you want the full catalog of pro wrestling shots to the head, this is a match to watch for. They did everything to it. They couldn't put Stan away. He managed to deliver a forearm. Got to Spivey. Dan- Danny continued to get to Gordy. <coughs> Danny managed to get Gordy up for the powerbomb, only for a two. But that was his favoured finisher. Spivey took control, wrapping Gordy in the abdominal stretch. Realising he wasn't getting anywhere, he turned the manoeuvre into a Russian leg sweep and garnered another two count. He then dropped a reverse elbow from the top rope. While well, not a hugely athletic leap, for someone, drama- but something dramatically impressive for a man of his size. William screamed encouragement on the apron, and Gordy managed to roll free to get a tag. A fired-up doc entered the fray, but he was met with a devastating spivy lariat. He signalled for the DDT, and delivered a crushing blow only for Gordy to make the save. A backdrop driver garnered another two-count, but the Japanese fan knew this how resilient the champions were. Hansen streaming blood from his forehead, shouted for the tag, but Gordy ran across and cut him off. Spivey was seemingly spent whilst Williams had recovered enough for a roll-up. Though no classic, this was a rip-roaring adventure ride of a match with a crowd strongly behind Hanson and Spivey. The match broke down into a brawl with the referee ignoring Gordy and Hanson and concentrating on what was happening in the ring. Spivey and Williams kept going at it until Hanson made it back to the break-up another pin intent. Williams put an octopus hole on Spivey while Gordy tangled with Hanson yet again. Stan the man was everywhere in this match, usually to be met with Gordy double-legged to send him outside to the ring. Every pin attempt was broken up before the one, as Hanson ran around like a madman trying to give his partner time. The crowd were on the edge of their seats. Doc delivered the stampede, one corner post, then the next, then the drive to the mat, only to be met by a Hanson double axe-handle blow to the back of the head on the pin attempt. Gordy threw him out again, but he raced back to his feet and delivered a lariat knocking Williams down for a three. A conference of referees decided that Hansen had tagged in earlier If he missed inside the ring. He was the legal man and the decision stood. The new tag team champions and the building erupted. The connection had lost the belts, but there were names made even without the titles. All Japan was in transition period and bringing, <coughs> and bringing up new stars all the time. Coming up on their heels were the homegrown talents of AJPW's impressive dojo that had been producing stars for years. Two of which would be key, compo- two of which would be key opponents for Williams in the years to come as a singles wrestler. Mitsuara Misawa and the abandoned H- Misawa had abandoned the Mad Mata- nah. had abandoned the Tiger Mask gimmick and shone as a single star. He'd moved up to heavyweight, packing on the pounds and firing up the King's Road style. Willing to go that one step further than most, he is incredibly tough, a stoic persona relied on his fighting spirit and heart, and the Japanese fans had lapped it up. Beginning his run to a new wave of popularity, Toshikaka Kawada was part of the Genichiro Tenryu's revolution group, where he slowly burned his way through the mid-card with faith and determination. They were quite rightly seen as the future, if not the now of the company, and a meeting between them and the connection meant a lot to the fans. The forward meet-up, the forward meet towards after the connection's second title reign. The forward meet to wa- the forward meet after the connection's second title reign in June of nineteen ninety one. They met in an electric sumo hall. The ribbons flew and as the referees went through his instructions and equipment checks. The crowd chattered till the bell rang and they let out an almighty roar of anticipation, as Kawada and Williams eyed each other up. It was a stiff from the opening moment. Kawada's hard kicks were met with stiff forearms and lariats from Williams. Masao and Gordy tagged in, again swapping stiff, stiff, stiff offence with one another. This was not a match for the faint-hearted. It was also 20 years removed, hard to believe how how over Masao was. Deafening crowd chants filled the arena. This was pro wrestling's elite and the fans knew it. Shots were taken and receipts were given. Forearm shivers rocked jawlines and sharp elbows rocketed into backs. The stakes were as high as the fans' expectations and these four men would bring it all to the table. Kawada came back in and kicked hard, landing a lariat for the first pin attempt. When that only garnered a two, he applied a front face lock and pulled in the tight. The pace couldn't continue at that rate and he sensibly pulled it down. Gordy had different ideas, baking free and delivering a thunderous corner lariat, tagging Doc in for more damage. A knee-dry bulldog from the top gave them room to manoeuvre. They went back to the map with a chin lock. The fans sensed the end and chanted for Kawada. Little did they know, they had a very long way to go. Kawada got the break and Williams returned to the onslaught, but Kawada slipped into a suplex attempt and locked in a sleeper, with a body scissor to a a roar of approval. Williams grabbed the rope and Misawa took over. The hallmarks of all Japan's future main event were being established here. Quick back and forth, action with a strong story, elements of shoot-style approach and a level of stiffness not seen anywhere else in the world before. Kawada, Misawa, Williams and, to a lesser extent, Gordy drove the style forward. Kawada tagged in and attempted to put an abdominal stretch on Williams, but Gordy made the save. The fans booed The fans booed him because they had come to expect little respect in these main m- matches. The honourable days of Doc and Gordy had slipped somewhat and they were reaping the benefits of good heat, but they stuck to the game plan mostly in the ring. Williams came back with a vicious lariat. Kawada, bail- Kawada bailed out to the floor. Will Williams dragged him to his feet and jackhammered him into the ring. Gorda brought it to the mat with cinching in an STF, and Williams took over and applied spinning toe hold with a leg bar, the obvious path to success for Gordy's scorpion deathlock. Kawada dragged himself to the ropes and broke the hold. Gordy applied a deep knee bar, which showed the pair's shooter influence again, before tagging Williams in. Having tried to neutralise Nick Kawada's kicks, he came back with a leg sweep as if to prove they hadn't, they hadn't done the job properly. Having tried to neutralise Kawada's kicks, he came back with a leg sweep as if to prove they hadn't done the job properly. Williams dragged him back to the middle of the ring with a single leg Boston Crab, the pressure slowly building. After ten minutes of relentless pressure on Kawada's leg, it got to his second wind and he insegured his way out of trouble. Masawa tagged in, but he only managed a short flurry of office until Doc and Gordy hammered home their advantage once again. Or well, tried to. Reversing a suplex and sending Gordy to the floor, Masawa launched himself through the ropes at Gordy with a forearm. Shaking his own wrist out afterwards, he hit it with such force. Williams went back to check on Gordy. Staying in character but clearly concerned for his partner's physical well-being, for real. He had hit the guardrail hard. Doc rolled Bam Bam into the ring and attacked Misoa to buy him some time. Gordy took an advantage to roll to his corner, but he managed to get Doc back in legally. Intended or not, it was clear Williams would have to carry the rest of the match. Gordy looked out on his feet. Well, not even on his feet. Limp on the apron, trying to gain his bearings. He was on the receiving end of some serious punishment as his football tackle attempts were met with stiff kicks in return for both of his opponents. Unable to defend Williams, Bam Bam left his partner open to every finisher Kiwada Kawada and Misawa had, and Misawa Frog Splash warranted a two, the same for a deadweight power slam from Kawada, double-team elbow drops, a flying forearm from the top from Misawa, all catching in two counts. Gordia got his wits together enough to save Williams from the cross face sleeper, and then Williams managed to come back with the Salto suplex for a reversal. They took it to the floor. Gordy whipping signature hands into Misawa and Gordy slamming Mikau- Kawada so hard at ringside he was visibly bounced, and slamming Kawada so hard at ringside he visibly bounced to the gasp of the crowd. They piled on Misawa on the floor and the crowd chanted his name. Doc picked up Kawada for the stampede but he broke free at the first turnbuckle strike. Two corner lariats from Gordy couldn't put Kawada away as Misawa was out at ringside. Kawada came back as the crowd were getting breathless. A leg lariat stealing momentum. Kawhi locked in his sleeve as the crowd became unglued, screaming for their young charge. Gordy barely reached the bottom rope, and the audience let out a collective groan. He got up for go- <coughs> He got up for the Gordy power bomb, but they only got a two count. A reverse crossbody from the top rope also received a two-count. Williams came around and saved Gordy from another power bomb that would surely have finished the job. Moving slowly moving incredibly slowly, they hit the double-team power bomb from a <coughs> Moving incredibly slowly, they hit the double-team powerbomb, but Masawa made the save in the nick of time. He laid hard elbows into Gordy, while Kawada delivered a German suplex and gained a two-count. Gordy half-caught his leg on yet another leg-layer, the crowd gasped as a ref hit two after a short powerbomb. A third bang-on-dead rights powerbomb in the middle of the ring got the connection the win. Streamers flew Kawada for Ka- streamers flew for Kawada and Masawa, but Doc and Gordy looked like they'd been to hell and back, partly selling to Partly selling to get their opponents over, but partly in relief they had managed to get through that in one piece, not just another day at the office. This was the immediate future of all Japan pro wrestling, breathless, well booked, and with a set of individuals who will li- <clears throat> and with a set of individuals who, while they existed in a conservative environment, would take everything to the limit that they could. 1991 would prove to be a banner year for the Connection. They would reclaim their titles from Spivey and Hanson in July of '91, a year of dominance it would seem. But after running them so close in June, obvious number one contenders would be Sauer and Kawada once again. They would get their shot 18 days after the Connection had won the titles in Yusaka on 24th of July. All the pageantry of a title match met all four men. <coughs> all the pageantry of a title match met all four men who, as always, were set for business. They barely acknowledged the crowd as the streamers flew, and this crowd was hot from the get-go. Having seen what they could produce before, this would be high on the list of priority for any wrestling fan. Bam Bam squared up to Misawa to start, and the crowd screamed for their champion in a deafening chant that filled the air. First strike went to Misawa, laying in heavy forearm shivers to Gordy's jaw, with the crowd singing along with every swing. Gordy responded with a short clothesline. This was going to be about heavy-duty action. The connection cut off the ring and Williams came into a thunderous lariat. It took a while for Masara to gain his bearings but broke free to tag in Kawada. They started off with a knuckle lock, which Williams won until Kawada gritted what remained of his teeth and kicked Williams' legs to, keep f- to get free. Kawada carried the match while at ringside Masara cleaned up his bloody nose after McGordy's previous attack. Williams grounded Kawada, a hammerlock would keep those kicks at bay. Their focus remained the arm as Gordy tagged in and applied a cross-arm lock, but Kawada stood firm, kicking his way out of trouble. Bam 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 drove his arm down again into a Fujiwara armbar, keeping up with the relentless pressure the pair was known for. Dot came in and set up a top wrist lock. The mat work was as relentless the mat hm the mat work as ever was detailed, continuing the weakening holds and punishing the joints as they went along. Though big men they didn't really rely on huge movesets the teams of the era other teams of the era did. They did it through basic hard work and storytelling, thus meaning their moves meant so much more. This mooning hmm. Thus meaning their big moves meant so much more. Williams trapped in another cross-arm lock when he left his head open for Kawada's feet. Williams made the mistake of allowing Kawada to his feet and he kicked his way out of trouble to keep the crowds <coughs> to the crowds of huge approval. Macello came and delivered a great drop kick and floated it up with some work outside the ring. He tossed Williams inside who used low tackles to get free of the charging challenger. Gordy Gaudi- tagged in and changed the momentum again delivering heavy strikes. Williams tagged in, delivering suplex and rolled over into a fluid motion for a pin. As Kawada kicked out, he employed a trier chin lock, using his own body weight to ground Kawada and wear him down. As always, they had a plan. Going after the neck of Misawa, all the strikes were aimed there. For a man who relied on suplexes, this would slow his pace down. Gordy tried moving to the vertical, with hard blow bows and forearms. This gave Misawa room to work though, and he delivered a series of kicks and strikes in, in return. Kawada tagged back in for a huge standing senton, on, but it only a two count. Kawada and Misawa then took to working a body part. Gordy's left shoulders, so arm bars, and wrist locks were applied deep into the match, trying to negate Gordy's renowned striking ability. Williams broke up the cross arm lock attempt on Gordy. Doc tagged in and grounded Kawada again with a front face lock. The crowd slowly got behind Kawada, shouting his name in unison. Williams ran into the ring and the ring post, missing a corner lariat, and Misawa was back in. The bout picked up pace again as Masao was thrown to the floor and apparently turned up his knee. It's highly surprising in this environment when someone needed immediate help. These are the matches where the cold spray came into its own, just like their counterparts in all Japan women, the young apprentices at ringside would be ready to offer basic medical attention. The crowd were thoroughly into this match at this point. A lone groan from the audience as Gordy and Doc managed a two count. A Williams gold Buster from another two as Masao. a Williams gold Buster found another two as Misawa managed to get back on the apron. Kawada kicked himself free and tagged in Massawa as the crowd popped, but Williams went for the knee and with the kicks they met boos of disapproval. More boos when Doc caught Massawa in a double leg takedown and turned it into a single leg Boston Crab. The champions were rolling now. Kawada came up to make the save with some vicious kicks to the back of the head that floored Doc. Gordy jumped Kawada in retaliation, pile-driving Kawada into the concrete outside the ring and down the aisle away from the mats. Meanwhile, Williams ripped up Massawa's tights and, su- and supports while attacking his knee. The mercenary element of the connection was exposed to the fans again. They would try and keep the belts no matter what. While Kawada recovered and Dr. Gordy applied leg hold after leg hold, trying to make Misawa give, but he wouldn't give up despite the such obvious distress. As Kawada's young friends screamed encouragement as they helped him up and guided him to the ring, Misawa was in trouble on the end of a Williams single leg Boston crab. He inziguried ingu- <coughs> his way out of the predicament in time for Kawada to join, rejoin the fray, but Williams had cut him off, applying a reverse Indian deathlock, bridging back over Massawa's body, then make him carry the weight. The crowd rallied behind Massawa once again. His name rang out louder than any other time in the evening. He was one uh, he was one over young man. Desperate to keep the titles, Gordy ran at Kawada and threw him into the ring front <coughs> and threw him into the front row of the guardrail. He then ran back to the ring and took the tag, applying the Scorpion deathlock to Massawa, whose knees had been full attention. Whose knees had been the full attention of Doc and Gordy for the last fifteen minutes? Kawada came to and ran into the ring, delivering a hammer blow lariat, getting Masao back into the match to send the hu- getting Masalo back into the match to send the huge roar from the crowd. Getting Masao back in the match to the sound of a huge roar from the crowd. Masao reversed reversed the backdrop driver to get a two count and rolled out, uh, and then rolled out of trouble for the tag. Kawada came to and ran into the ring to deliver a hammer blow lariat and getting Misawa back into the match to sound of a huge roar from the crowd. Musawa reversed <laughs> Misawa reversed a backdrop driver to get a two count and rolled out the double <coughs> and rolled out of trouble for the tag. The crowd came unglued as Kawada delivered every kick in his arsenal in about ten seconds flat. He landed a power bomb on Gordy, but only got a two count. Williams interfered to block a second attempt and then tagged in. Match was winding down, but if anything, the, ex- the offense was getting stiffer. Gordy's well, managed to hit an Oklahoma Stampede, but only got a two count. Massawa broke it up, and some double teaming got them back on track, but came undone when using his weak leg lariat. <sighs> but came undone when using his weak leg to block them posting Johnny Saint style. Gordius followed through with the lariat closestine, <coughs> and me. Gordy's followed through corner lariat, only managed a two count. The crowd was stamping their feet as well as screaming now, as they sensed their hero's fire and heart. Kawada came in to break up another two, but was halted by Williams. Gordy lifted Misawa up for a powerbomb, who in turn delivered a perfect hurricane runner and took the pin. AJPW had new champions, and the connection had just helped kick off a major run of creatively astounding and financially rewarding years for All Japan Pro Wrestling. Doc, Kawada, Kabashi and Misawa were the man to watch in AJPW, and the Miracle Violence connection would have to prove their worth again. The strongest determination tagline beckoned, one more time. And that ends our story for Doc and Gordy for today. Thank you for listening to the TruePany Show channel and thank you for listening to Telling Stories. We appreciate you uh, joining us on Patreon where you can keep our shows free forever for everyone. Please do also follow powerslam.tv and use our code Watch, where you can get a free month. You also would like to read Indie Empire magazine, go look at their website where you'll find all sorts of story <coughs> where you'll find all sorts of stories that are of interest to the Troopany Show listener. The music for this show was this show was written, produced and edited by James Troopany and the music was provided by Sheriff Longstar and the deputies of Heartbreak with the song Salmon Salad Biggie.